0: Chapter 26 of Ben Pepper. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ben Pepper by Margaret Sidney. Chapter 26 Could you take him, Ben? Of course, said Grandpapa. After this, Jocko must go. And of course, echoed everyone else. "'But where?' "'Oh, do send him to the zoo,' begged Polly. "'Do, Grandpapa dear, and then we can go and see him sometimes "'and take him nice things to eat.' "'I don't believe Ben will want to go very often,' said Jasper with a little laugh. "'Will you, old fellow?' "'Yes,' said Ben with another laugh. "'As long as I don't meet him in the dark when he jumps at me from a curtain, "'I just as soon see him as not.' Oh, I'm so very glad he is going to the zoo, said Polly with a long breath of relief. He'll be real happy there with such lots of other monkeys. But Jocko didn't go to the zoo after all, with such lots of other monkeys, for Candace, hearing the news of the disturbance by supposed burglars at Mr. King's big mansion, and the consequent plan to send Jocko away, came waddling up the driveway as fast as she could. Here's Candace, shouted Joel, who spied her first. Come on, Pip, I guess she's got some candy sticks. But Candace was so out of breath when she reached the big stone steps that she sank down to rest. If she had any candy sticks in the big black woolen pocket she always wore at her side, it couldn't have been announced at present. The truth was, however, that in the hurry and excitement of leaving the little shop, she had forgotten them. Whereat, Joel was woefully disappointed, but he covered it up as best he might, seeing her chagrin when she pulled out all her things and shook the empty pocket. "'Oh, me, I've Claire forgot em she mourned, holding up her black hands in dismay, as the boys hung over her, still hoping that the candy sticks might be hiding in a corner of the big pocket. "'Shake it again, Candace, shake it again,' cried Joel. "'Here, let me,' he begged no no master joel protested candace in alarm and putting both hands over the generous black woolen pocket you'll done shake it to death you will they ain't a uh, i tell you me to tank i should a uh, gone and forgot them and it's all about that dar monkey oh we i ain't no breath left and she rocked back and forth on the step fanning herself with her black alpaca apron without which she was never attired for a visit up at the King Mansion. "'Well, Jocko isn't going to stay here any longer,' announced Joel briskly. "'He's going up to the zoo.' "'Oh, no, he ain't, Master Joel,' contradicted Candace, stopping her fanning to seize his arm. "'Yes, he is, Candace,' declared Joel, bringing his black eyes on her in surprise. "'He's got to go. He's been so naughty.' Grandpapa says it isn't safe to keep him here any longer. Well, he ain't goin' to that dare zoo, protested Candace, bobbing her black bonnet from which depended a big figured lace veil. No, no, Master Joel, oh, your grandpa won't never send him dar. And she clasped her hands while the tears came into her eyes. Yes, he will, stoutly repeated Joel twisting away to stand still and regard her in intense astonishment cause he said so and my grandpapa always does just what he says he will candace king whenever the children wished to be very impressive with her they called her candace king this usually overcame her with delight but on this occasion she didn't notice it at all but beginning to blubber she rocked back and forth on the step saying between the gusts of her distress "'Oh, no, he won't. Now burn all to swirl.'" "'I'm going for Polly,' said Joel, at his wits' end, and springing past her on the steps. Pip, not to be left alone with that singular old black woman, who now terrified him greatly, pattering after, the two raced into the house. "'Polly,' called Joel. "'Oh, dear, where is she?' "'Here,' cried Polly, bobbing out of the music room, her practice hour being just over. "'What is the matter, Joel?' "'Oh, Candace is out on the steps,' said Joel, "'and I guess she's got a fit.' "'Candace out on the steps!' cried Polly. "'And in a fit! "'Oh, dear me!' and she rushed out. "'To be sure, there sat Candace, "'rocking back and forth, "'her face covered with her big hands "'and wailing miserably. "'Oh, Candace!' "'And Polly sank down on the step beside her "'and throwing her arm around the big black figure she put her cheek up against one of the black hands. Do tell me what is the matter. Joel and Pip, who had both followed, ranged themselves on either side. He won't send him away to the zoo, will he, honey? gasped Candace. What? cried Polly, for the words were so muffled back of Candace's big hands, it was impossible to hear a word. What do you say, Candace? So Candace went all over it again. "'but it wasn't much better so far as Polly's hearing it was concerned, "'and at last Polly gave up in despair and started to her feet. "'I don't know what you were talking of, Candace,' she declared, "'so I'm going to get Grandpapa to come out "'and see what is the matter with you.' "'Oh, no, honey, don't.' "'And Candace grasped Polly's gown. "'You ask him. that's a good child. Ask him for poor old Candace.' she lifted her streaming eyes piteously. "'Ask him what?' cried Polly. "'I don't know what you want, Candace. I haven't heard a word that you've been saying.' "'She's awful funny,' observed Joel. "'I told you she was going to have a fit.' With that, Pip retreated suddenly and ran over to Polly's side, around whose gown he stared, with very wide eyes, at the big figure on the steps." She said something about the monkey, continued Joel, and, Yes, that's it, cried Candace, delighted to be understood by somebody. Oh, he won't send him to the zoo, will he, Miss Polly? she begged. Indeed he will, declared Polly positively, and you ought not to want Grandpapa not to send him, she said, much displeased, for Jocko's been very naughty, very naughty indeed, Candace. "'Tenny won't give em to me!' wailed Candace, releasing Polly's gown and dropping her head so that the big-figured lace veil trailed on the step. "'Oh, me! Oh, my!' "'What's that you say, Candace?' cried Polly, dropping down on her knees again. "'Do you want Jocko? feeling as if she couldn't believe her ears. "'Of course! That's what I've been telling you and Master Joel all de blessed time!' said Candace, raising her head to survey them both with extreme dignity. "'Oh, she hasn't said a single word,' began Joel. "'Hush, Joel,' said Polly. "'Candace, do you really want Jocko, really and truly?' And her eyes shone. "'Of course I does,' Candace's head bobbed so decidedly that Polly had no reason to doubt her. "'I'm dreadful lonesome, and he would be company.' "'as she swept the tears away with both hands. "'Oh, I'm so very, very glad you want Jocko,' cried Polly, "'hugging the big figure, while Joe cried, "'Hooray!' and Pip, when he saw all things turning out so well, "'emerged from the shelter of Polly's gown and pipped out, "'Hooray!' because Joel did. "'But Jocko will work mischief, I'm afraid,' "'and Polly's face fell suddenly.' and just think, Candace, of all the nice things in your shop. But Candace was not to be balked. Having once set her heart on having Jocko as a companion, she was now prepared to show how she had counted the cost. So she drew herself up to her utmost height. Foo! she declared, snapping her stubby black fingers. "Dat air monkey ain't a-goin' to hurt none of my tings, Miss Polly you know my old safe yes polly did a certain hanging wire arrangement where various eatables were kept to be free from the inspection of mice that were rampant in the room behind the small shop well i done cleared dat old safe all out dis very mornin soon's ever i heard of de trouble dat'll be a fine ting for jocko to swing in cried candace triumphantly but where will you keep all your edibles? said Polly in amazement. Oh, honey, exclaimed Candace impatiently. I keeps em outside, of course. But the mice? suggested Polly fearfully. Dar ain't goin to be no mice, declared Candace decidedly and clapping her big hands together smartly. Do you t'ank any mouse is a goin to touch my things when he can hear dat dare monkey a singin and carryin on? "'No, sir, he ain't!' "'Well, then,' said Polly, springing up, "'I do so want you to have Jocko. "'Oh, I do, Candace,' and she clasped her hands. "'If you are sure, he won't hurt your things, "'and you really want him.' "'I'm sure,' declared Candace solemnly. "'At this, Joel bounded off, "'but Pip decided to stay with Polly "'to see the matter through. "'How lovely!' "'And Polly's eyes sparkled "'that you want Jocko.' And then, just think, we can see him whenever we go to your shop, Candace. She bestowed another hug on the broad shoulders, or so much of them as she could compass. I know it, honey. Candace showed two rows of shining white teeth in a broad smile. And then, when ye ain't there, why, him and me can talk, and it'll be a real sociable like. Yes, said Polly, quite as happy as Candace herself. "'He'll be sich company, evenings," said Candace, folding her arms in great satisfaction. "Ye see, I got her set up for a spell, "'cause someone might come in and buy something. "'Only last week Miss Arden's girl come in for a spool of tread. "'It's been mighty lonesome, Miss Polly.' "'So it must have been,' said Polly sympathetically, "'with a little twinge of remorse that she hadn't thought of it before.' But then you've had your cat, Candace. Yes, I know, Candace gave a truthful nod. But when you says cat, you says all there is. Now dat there cat can't talk none. And no matter how I stuffs her, she only licks her paws and looks for more. And she ain't no good as fur's company. Real sociable company, what there is talkin' goin' on, I mean. And then just think what a beautiful voice Jocko's got. At that, Candace fairly beamed. Oh, I'll ask Grandpapa not to send Jocko to the zoo, but to give him to you, said Polly, preparing to spring off. And I most know he will, Candace. But it was really unnecessary for her to do that, for Joel, at this moment, dashed in, screaming out, Grandpapa says, yes, he does. Candace can have Jocko. And presently Candace, chuckling in delight, was drawn within the big mansion, Joel and Polly on either side, and Pip racing along in the rear. And quicker than it takes to ride it, the whole houseful knew where Jocko's new home was to be, and everybody thronged around the happy old black woman. "'Only don't blame me, my good Candace,' said Grandpapa, laughing whom the uproar had drawn out of his writing-room, if that monkey eats up all your shopful. He ain't a-goin' to eat up my tings," declared Candace, dropping him so many courtesies it was with extra difficulty she got the words out at all. Look out that he doesn't, warned grandpapa, and he laughed again. Well, now, the next thing, I presume, in the order of arrangements, is to see that Master Jocko gets down to your shop for that he spends another night here is not my plan for him. Oh, I'm going to take him down," announced Joel easily. "You!" exclaimed Grandpapa, and he laughed harder than ever. "Yes, sir," answered Joel promptly. And Candace is going too. Well, I guess Candace wouldn't want Jocko by the time they got to the shop," said Jasper, Sato voice. "I guess not." said Ben with a laugh. And I'm going, too, declared Percy, pushing to the center of the circle. And so am I, said Van. If Joel's going, can't I, Grandpapa? He begged. Goodness, what a procession, exclaimed Grandpapa. And of course, David wants to go. Eh, Davy, my lad? Yes, I do, said David. Very much indeed, Grandpapa. And his blue eyes shone. I thought so. "'and I see no reason why you shouldn't be in the party "'if all the other boys go. "'But, dear me, I couldn't allow it. "'Why, it would be for all the world like a circus, "'and besides, that monkey would get away from you. "'He'd be sure to.' "'Oh, no, Grandpapa, he wouldn't,' howled Joel, "'quite beside himself with disappointment, "'and the tears began to come. "'I'd hold on to his chain just as tight.' and he doubled up his brown fists to show his capacity for keeping things. Please let me take him. No, no. Grandpapa shook his white head, and he didn't look at Joe nor at one of the other boys either, for their eyes seemed to be giving them so much trouble. But I tell you what I will let you do. You can all go down this afternoon and see Jocko in his new home. That is, if Candace will allow it. And he bowed his white head as courteously toward her as if she had been a great lady. For we show em, Master King, said Candace, showing all her teeth. Her smile was so expansive. Jocko and me'll beat yer home, and den I'll give ye candy sticks, she said, turning to Joel. Oh goody, exclaimed Joel. Then his face fell. Oh you can't Would take such a lot, Candace, we're all coming oh you go along said candace poking him with her big black finger you're going to have them candy sticks your grandpa's done give me dat dare monkey and you don't suppose i'm going to give you nothing oh you go along master joel meantime jasper was asking well father how are you going to get jocko down to candace's it is something of a problem said the old gentleman "'stroking his white head thoughtfully. "'But the best way that suggests itself is—' "'And he hesitated and looked anxiously at Ben. "'It's too bad to ask it, "'but could you take him, Ben, in the depot carriage? "'Thomas will drive you down.' "'Oh, I'll be company for Jacko,' said Ben, laughing. "'We'll have a fine ride together.' "'How oh, I wish I could go with you!' cried Jasper. "'Oh, dear me! I'm well enough.' let me father do the idea exclaimed the old gentleman in horror and you've been so sick jasper king oh dear me twould be such fun mourned jasper well polly you come said ben persuasively yes said polly i will but her face drooped and she couldn't look at jasper in his disappointment and see here old mr king cried suddenly candace can drive down too so go get your monkey and be off ben and polly and candace remember what i said and don't blame me for whatever jacko does in that shop of yours and grandpapa went back to his writing-room but they could hear him laughing even after he had closed the door it was one thing to plan this fine drive in such pleasant company to introduce jacko to his new home and quite another to carry it out. In the first place, the monkey couldn't be found in his accustomed little room up next to that of Thomas over the stable. And Polly turned so pale that Ben hastened to say, Oh, nothing has happened to him. Don't be afraid, Polly. Nothing could happen to that monkey. Oh, there has. I know there has, been," she declared, clasping her hands in dismay. While the rest of the children, all except Jasper, who, of course, was shut up in the library watching proceedings as best he could from one of the long windows, ran this way and that, calling frantically on Jocko to come, with every imaginable blandishment they could think of as inducement. And Candace sat down on the stable steps and wrung her hands and lifted up her voice in dismal cries. This was as much worse as it was possible to be than if Jacko had gone to the zoo, for now he had run away, of course, and probably never would be found. "'He's done gone to—' "'Wars dat place he come from, Miss Polly?' wailed Candace. "'Hindia!' cried Polly, hearing Candace's question, and running up in the interval of exploring several places where Jacko might be expected to hide. "'Oh, he couldn't go there, Candace.' oh yes he could contradicted candace obstinately. he come from dar and he could go back dar and she redoubled her sobs but he came in a big ship cried polly laying her hand soothingly on the fat shoulder do stop crying candace we'll find him soon i guess but she looked very much worried have you found him ben she asked in a low voice as he suddenly appeared no Ben really didn't say the word on account of Candace, but he shook his head, and Polly, running over to him, he drew her off in a quiet corner. I really believe the little scamp has run off. Oh, Ben, how very dreadful, exclaimed Polly, turning quite white. Whatever shall we do with Candace? And what will happen to Jocko? Oh, dear me, and she wrung her hands. Well, now, see here, Polly, said ben turning her around and gathering up her hands in his bigger ones to hold them fast we have just got to make the best of this and yes thomas was saying and the rattling of a chain together with the sound of his footsteps struck upon their ears i thought i'd just take the monkey out for a bit of an airing and in they both came to the stable he and jocko together it was impossible to describe the delight of the whole company at the restoration of the lost one. Jocko, who had felt his loss of caste considerably since his escapade of the previous night, put on at once his old, airy demeanor, and capered and blinked and wrinkled up his face, and wheedled and begged, and altogether quite outdid any of his former attempts in that line, until the children hung over him, and protested that he must not leave them. Oh, no, he mustn't. At that, Candace, who had found her feet in a surprisingly quick manner at the monkey's entrance, began to take alarm at once, and her black face fell. But he has just got to go, said Polly. You know, boys, Grandpapa said so. And Ben, reiterating the same thing, the children declared, Yes, he's going to Candace's. And you are going down to see him, cried Polly. Do hurry, Ben. We must take him right straight off, because they want to go to Candace's shop just as soon as ever they can. So pretty soon the depot carriage, so-called because it was one of the vehicles for common use in the establishment, being already, with Thomas, whip in hand, quite equipped for the start, Polly and Ben helped Candace in, or rather, Polly did, Ben having quite as much as he could do to take care of Jocko. Then Polly hopped in, and then Ben, with Jocko crowding in between his legs, got in with some difficulty. Oh, wait, do wait, begged Davy, before the door was shut. I want to bid him goodbye. Oh, Dave, you're going to see him in a little while, cried Joel, trying to pull him back, just as soon as we get down to Candace's shop that David persisted. "'He's going away,' he said, "'and I shall bid him good-bye from here.' "'Yes,' said Polly. "'I think he ought to, Ben, "'because Jocko is going away from this home.' So David climbed up on the carriage steps and shook Jocko's paw and said good-bye two or three times, because from the monkey's face he didn't seem to realize the parting at all. And then, as David had done it, why, "'Joel concluded that, after all, he wanted to. "'So up he climbed on the carriage step "'and went through the same performance. "'Only he shook both of Jocko's paws. "'And then, of course, Percy and Van had to do the same thing, "'each being a little longer than the other about it. "'And then Little Dick piped up, standing on his tiptoes. "'It's my turn. I'm going to bid my Jocko good I am.' Um... "'Yes, do lift him up, Joe,' said Ben.' So Joel gave little Dick a good fine lift, Dicky protesting so violently that he was going to get up on the carriage step himself and trying to kick off any assistance that he was precipitated to the floor of the carriage in a small heap. "'Dear me!' exclaimed Ben, huddling up Jocko, who pretended to be very much frightened. "'This is a circus, I'm sure.' "'Well now, Dick, hurry and say good good-bye, said Polly.' For Grandpapa expects us to start right off. And now, Phronsie, come, pet, as little Dick shook Jocko's paws briskly and tumbled out. Phronsie, who had waited patiently till her turn came to say goodbye, now put out her arms. Take me, Polly, she said. Yes, I will, said Polly, flying out of the carriage. So Phronsie was lifted in, when she laid her soft little cheek on Jocko's wrinkled face. I love you," she said, and you are going to Candace's house," oh Phronsie exclaimed Ben with a grimace, trying to draw Jocko off, but Phronsie was nipped quite through, so she held fast. And I'm coming to see you," she finished. Then she held up her arms for Polly to lift her out, and then Polly hopped in again. Thomas cracked the whip, and off they went. Jocko showing a grinning face at the window, as long as the children were in sight. Then he sat up straight and looked the stout black figure on the opposite seat, all over, with extreme condescension. End of chapter 26